rolling. This is episode 324 No Laugh Track Podcast. I'm Justin Severson here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. I'm here as always, well, 99% of the time, I guess I'm here with the headliner, including this week, and it's Kermit Apio. Kermit, welcome back. It is good to be here. 324? Did yes. you just say 324? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, Kermit. 324. 324. <laughs> 324 <laughs> episodes. And I even wrote down one the last time you were here. Do you remember the last time you were here? I don't. It ha- in a while? Mm-hmm. When, when, when do you think it was? Well, I have it written down here, and it was uh, episode 223 in 2016. Wow. Yeah, with David Crow. Oh, yeah, with David. It was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Oh, uh, cool. Seriously, what, what the storytelling on that one was awesome. Oh, man. One of my favorite comics and, and, a, and a really good friend. And uh, that was a blast having him here. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here we are. Now it's 2019, Kermit. I know. It's amazing. I, uh, it's January. I looked at the... Um, I looked at the weather forecast in your hometown today, <laughs> and it's going to be 50 today in Seattle. Right. Today in my car, 24. What are 24. you doing here? Well, I heard I heard there's a possibility for single digits, so I will take 24 any day. Yeah, well, this, oh, yeah, in a few days. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm plenty good with 24, and uh, it is it is kind of fun to look at the sun and see it not work. It, it really is an amazing, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a painting of the sun up there. Uh-huh. But it's been beautiful, just cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, here's how I want to start off this podcast. Okay. Real here. How cold do you think that food was at the White House on Monday? <laughs> Can you imagine? Because they had to, they had to order it, get it, bring it up, set them up on those the, the fancy china uh-huh. and all that, and uh, stack them. And I mean, anybody who's had any of those burgers knows that you got about a good eight minutes with any kind of warmth. After oh, that, yeah. yeah, that had to be. How, how, how weird would that have been? I imagine them, yeah, going through us, you know, security scans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we <laughs> X-raying each nugget. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's it. You win the national championship. Go, go get some, go get some fast food burgers. I honestly thought when I saw that on uh, social media earlier this week, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. <laughs> well, you know, you know, there someone had posed the question that maybe um, that that because when when he said he paid for it himself, well, theoretically, the uh, players cannot accept. <sighs> Can I accept gifts from right. uh, from a private citizen? Right, it, 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 it's considered like a booster. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. And so even you know, if someone takes a player to lunch, they cannot pay for the whole lunch. The right. player has to pay for their lunch, and. Uh, and that, that question was posed on social media, and I realized, oh wait a minute, what he provided them is not a gift. You know yeah, what right. I mean? It's, <laughs> it's no you one didn't would do consider- me a favor. You didn't <laughs> yeah. give me a gift. Yeah, you're not going to convince someone to play football for you at your school <laughs> by giving them giving them a burger, right? Uh, you know, like when. Uh, I just read something about how when the Vikings didn't make the playoffs, the uh, players lost out on you know at least twenty three thousand dollars in bonuses. Now these college players, yeah, your bonus is you get to have uh, cold <laughs> get to nuggets. Have yeah, you reach the, the pinnacle. You literally won the national championship. <laughs> get ready, uh-huh. we're gonna treat you like kings. Oh, I just love it. <laughs> so hey, going back to that, I, uh, what was that like here? Because there was so much expectation at the beginning of the season. 
I can't oh. imagine what it was like here. Yeah. Uh, well, Kirk. Kirk Cousins yeah, went yeah. from being, you know, the potential savior to what the hell were they thinking paying a guy 20 some million dollars a year or whatever he's is it 80 yeah. some million I think it's 84 years? guaranteed over four I think the whole thing's guaranteed yeah. yeah yeah so he it went from him becoming the savior uh let's move on from Case Keenum maybe it was just luck last year to uh wow maybe we made a mistake and and you know statistically he wasn't bad if you look at his, his stats it, it doesn't right. look like he was so I couldn't understand what was happening here I wasn't watching him every week but I, I can't imagine that could have been easy and it wasn't like you know the last game of the season at the la- the fourth quarters and you found it out it seemed like you knew it for a couple of weeks before the season ended that had to be difficult uh, very much so. There were a lot of problems. The uh, you know they had fired a coordinator during the season. Mm-hmm. They weren't running yeah. the ball a lot. They've had uh, you know this Delvin Cook who wasn't getting the ball enough, and people were complaining about that. And I don't know. They had a lot of problems. Uh, it's it's too bad. And you know the one thing as a as a Seattle fan, I can tell you is that these windows aren't open long. I know. You, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you uh, you have these sort of this. The, the turnover is such that, man, if you've got a good team for about three years, you got to make the most of it because because uh, uh, players move on, players get older, lineups, uh, yeah, rosters change. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, I hope they can get together because uh, Vikings had a guy that played in Seattle this, uh, in the past this year that did uh, what the heck was his name? Def- defensive lineman. Now I can't think of his name. Well, we the Vikings played the Seahawks. This yeah, we did. Yeah. we did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. You didn't yeah. go to that game, did you? I did not. I didn't get to any games this year. Yeah, which is uh, as a matter of fact, I barely get. I barely got to actually watch a full game this year. Just the, the schedule was such. What? That, uh, I get. I get a lot of Sunday afternoon shows. You know, I just, <laughs> hmm, okay. I've been doing a lot of PTA gigs. <laughs> yeah. You know, little wine fundraisers um, <laughs> after church get together. <laughs> actually, you know what it is? It's being a sports dad because the kids always have you know tournaments or oh, yeah. or you know things on the weekends. Yeah. And so I missed. Uh, I missed. You mean a lot you can't games. tell your daughter, "Hey, I've seen you play volleyball." Uh, no matter how, you know. It, it was funny though. There was uh, there was one tournament um, where it, you know it was uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. The Seahawks game was starting, and so I I put my headset in and I was cheering for my daughter's team and the team that was in my ear. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it was funny. Because you didn't cheer at an inappropriate time, did you? <laughs> the Seahawks score a touchdown but the yeah. your, your girl's team just screwed up <laughs> oh, no. what, if, what if the Seahawks did something really bad you know like what if what if uh, oh, yeah. a pick six and I start swearing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great but it was funny because uh because they realized some of the parents um uh, around me realized what I was doing because a couple of parents were asking me for updates, right? And so at one point, I just kind of stopped and I go, look, is anybody recording this at home? Because I don't want to say these things out loud. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all the parents like, no, 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 just keep us updated. So whenever something happened, I would tell the parents, you know, because I would hate to be the guy yelling out scores and stuff. And, oh, no kidding. And, and some parents like trying to like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it at home, you know. Oh, yeah. I've had to turn off uh, notifications on my phone. Right? You can't go on social media. You cannot because yeah. people are, are you know, uh, and, I, and I have a lot of football fan friends. So, mm-hmm. man, if they, a ref makes a bad call, there's 
10 updates you know yeah oh, even like and I, i'm also including like the espn updates you mm. know like where they're giving me a score like no yeah. no 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 no. i don't if i'm behind or i'm not watching right now or so the beauty is is with a you know like uh the youtube tv which is what i have right you know, it has a dvr cloud-based dvr so i can watch that whenever i want oh. i can pause it i can skip those commercials oh interesting i can watch it on if there was a game on right now kermit i could pull it up on my phone and we could watch it right now wow that's amazing yeah uh-huh that's that's really cool yeah so yeah. you get that going you can watch you can watch your daughter you can watch your son and you can watch the game all at the same time wow on my blackberry well <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you're gonna have to do is upgrade that phone. sorry uh, besides that so we here it's here uh thursday now you started doing shows this week tuesday yes it tuesday week how's it been going fun i i just love the audiences here they're 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 so much fun and they have so much patience which i love um you can kind of meander through the newer stuff and, and, and it's okay. You know, you don't, you know, there's some, there's some situations where you kind of feel like if they drift far enough, uh, they won't come fully back. Right. Mm-hmm. But Acme audiences seem to seem to have a sense of, of they, they go, they'll go with you a little bit and they, they'll never force a laugh, <laughs> but they're okay if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't hit. And, um, as a matter of fact, like I, I, I was doing, uh, I was doing something that was kind of more an idea than a bit yet. Okay. And I said something, and this, and, and I did the bit, and it didn't do well. And I heard this woman go, "What?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and not loud. She wasn't heckling, but she was closer to the stage where I just heard her go, no. "What?" But I realized, and what I realized is, is <laughs> that she's engaged in it. She wanted to get the joke. It wasn't like that joke sucked. It was kind of like. Did I not get it? Like, did I? What was what was the punchline there? Like, she, yeah. you know what I mean? It was it was inquisitive more than more than judgmental. Which, and I, and I was laughing it in to myself. I was laughing because like, oh, that's so acme, right? That's so like, huh? Should I have gotten that? Should I have? You know, like, <laughs> so there, was there a moment where you were going to acknowledge her? What I thought about it, but then I but then I kind of thought, no, I don't want her. You know what I mean? Because there was nothing. There was no malice in it. There yeah. was no there there was no sense of. Well, I, I need to let him know that I'm not getting his joke. It wasn't that. Yeah, and yeah. some audience, some people can do that. Some people would just go, you know, more negatively say that. Mm-hmm. But to, to her, she was kind of like, wait, what? What am I? Did, did I miss something? Did I? <laughs> was I supposed to get that? Yeah. And, you know. And but I, what I wanted to say to her was like, don't worry. Like no one's laughing. You're good. Like you're fine. <laughs> There's consensus on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like I said, it was more an idea than a than a joke yet. So, how uh, you we talked real briefly before we started about how much you've been working recently, right? Right. You, you've been on the you've been on the road a lot. Uh, not that much, actually. Uh, most of the most of December, I do a lot of corporate events, mm-hmm. and and luckily Seattle provides a lot of corporate events, so so I get to stay home a lot. And I think in the last before I came here to Acme, the last five weeks I was gone maybe two days, and it was just like you know drive to a, a town do a show and then come back the next day so okay. yeah i've been home a lot so i've been i've been i've been doing a dad thing i'm i'm keeping busy but just uh uh not as much travel as i used to do years ago uh which is kind of good and you know as a dad it's it's nice to be home yeah did uh they get sick of you yet <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, which day did they tell you they were sick of you being around so much no they don't really say it out loud but they show you <laughs> They yeah it's 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 funny because you have these uh, where where like they're not sick of me but it's just sort of 
my voice is just this dad voice, right? I, my son, he, he texted me and said, can you bring me a contact lens? One of them fell out. So I came to school. I brought him the contact lens. Well, that night I was saying, hey, you know what you should do? You should put a couple of contact lenses in like a, in like a Ziploc bag or something. Just put it in the front pocket of your bag so you always have it. And he goes, oh, Dad, this rarely happens. And I said, well, well I know, but, but, you know, why don't you put it in just to have it? It doesn't take up a lot of space. It's, it's not heavy. Just put it in your bag. And yeah. he goes, no, nah, Dad, you know what? I don't, I don't really need that. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, it, it doesn't happen very often, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I, and I went... Wait, why are we arguing? Like, what is, what is the detriment to having this in your bag? Right. I, you know, I, I wasn't sure why we were having this discussion. Like, it, it, it's not heavy. It's not. It's not going to take up a lot of space. Yeah. And, um, but I just kind of realized that that maybe just that was his mood at that point. That I was I was nagging him about something, even though, yeah, put a couple contact lenses in your bag. Because then he goes, Dad, I I hardly ever need it. I go, You needed it today. I don't right. even notice. I went to your school today, uh-huh. like, and I travel, so some days I won't be there. And Mom works. You're gonna have to have one bad eye all day. Why not have a contact lens? Like, it, it's funny because when you you do as as a parent, you have arguments that shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. For for that argument. Yeah. And there we were, like, arguing contact lenses in your backpack. I had a fun one the other day. My, uh, you know, my kids are with me, not full-time, because, you know, I'm not with their mom. And uh, so when they're over, they, now this time of year, I get a lot of comments about the temperature in the house. We're not keeping <laughs> it warm enough. All right? <laughs> and, yeah, you think, yeah. Uh-huh. You can relate, I'm sure, as a dad. Uh, and... So they'll, specifically my older daughter, who's 12, she will complain about the temperature, that it's so cold. But then I go to pick her up from school just two days ago, and she's walking outside with a, carrying her jacket. <laughs> so it, it doesn't add up at all. Of course at all. not. No, yeah. and I even, I even confronted her with it. I go, where's your jacket? Well, I'm holding it. I, I know. I go, you, I go, just yesterday, you were complaining about the temperature. It's fine. Like, oh, see, it's just... Right. And that's the thing. And, and your statement, which is completely logical, is somehow like, why are you even saying this, yeah. Dad? Right? Isn't that the funniest thing? Like, yeah. it's a completely logical thing. Well, you have a jacket. You're outside. Yeah. It's, it's not July. Maybe throw it on. Maybe mm-hmm. wear it. Like, it seems completely logical. And yet, it's that whole confrontation of it all. Like, why are you confronting me with this? Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Ah, there's mm-hmm. a beautiful insanity of parenthood, man. I love it. Yeah, I don't know how much we're really supposed to understand teenagers, even though we were all there. No, once, we're not. You know? We're not supposed to at all. And and and, and that's the thing. Like, even if I relay a story that's similar to something that that she's going through, it's not. No, you don't understand, Dad. Like because they 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 can't picture us as teenagers. Oh, I said the other day. And I think I was overstating things a little bit about myself, but I something came up about me being in high school, and I was like, you know, I was, I was kind of popular. I mean, holy <laughs> crap, Kermit! The reaction from them was like, yeah. like the record yeah. skipped. It was yeah. like, stop the press. Wait, what? You what? Dad, what? And then I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I wasn't like the coolest kid. Like the people were walking around like my crap doesn't stink. All I'm saying is, is that here's the deal, girls. There were only like 125 kids in my graduating class. So everyone was pretty popular because you you couldn't help but know everyone. I grew up in the same neighborhood, you know, born and raised in the same neighborhood until 18. So we all knew each other. So, yeah, I guess by default, everyone was kind of popular. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry I overstated 
did that. Holy cow. Yeah. Geez. Last year we, we went to Hawaii and uh, we were a bunch of my high school friends got together and we all we all got together at this restaurant to have dinner and chat, catch up. So at one point my son's sitting next to a couple of buddies of mine and they start talking. I, mean, I didn't know what they were talking about. And finally my son says, Dad, Dad. And I said, What? He goes, you were good at basketball, <laughs> and and, uh, and my son my son loves basketball. Plays all year round. Okay. Plays club, and he was on three teams this winter. He's he, he loves basketball. Wow. And I said, yeah, I played with these guys. And he, and he goes, yeah, they're telling me all these stories about you, right? And and I realized that that I've told them I played. Like I don't I don't say like I was awesome because I wasn't. I, I was good, yeah. you know. And but I've told him I played basketball, but it just doesn't doesn't register right so here these guys are telling the story that he cannot picture some bald guy with a goatee and a and, and a and a you know a waistline that hangs over his belt <laughs> dunking like it just you he doesn't register at all and i get it yeah. like he doesn't see me as a teenager he's, he met mm-hmm. me when i was 35 30 oh he met me when i was 37 so you know what i mean so yeah he, so yeah it's so funny like for him hearing these stories uh-huh we're like what you know and, oh and yeah one time your dad we were playing this game and blah blah blah, and this and that and he's just going really <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea it was it was very funny so i totally get your story man mm-hmm. uh, same thing mm-hmm. you were what <laughs> Oh, well, let me, let me explain. Yeah. I, I didn't always look like this. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. You didn't always look like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you were back in Hawaii. You weren't there. It was almost a year ago, or was it just past a year ago, when they had that uh, false alarm? I was deal? not there. You weren't there was, then. Yeah, yeah, I was not there. And But, I mean, I, I, I woke up in the morning and just saw all these posts about it, and... Uh, and you know the 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 funny thing was there there was definitely this sort of concern i don't know, i don't know if people remember what you're talking about but but there was a text that went through hawaii that said that north korea had launched a missile yeah and um people were getting alerts on their phones yeah, yeah. and uh, and by the way they they said later oh it was one guy made a mistake like no 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 mm-hmm. they were they were they were they were trying to scare my hawaiians i know that so uh but but yeah so so it was, the funny thing was my mom said that that most people didn't really do anything different like because what are you going to do right well, you you know you, you know put a blanket over your head or something there's not there's not much you can do yeah I suppose and helmet's not going to help no it's not there's <laughs> right and it's it's you know it's not like it's not like people have bunkers in Hawaii you know? right it's, and um and so it was kind of this moment of like is it serious is it happening are we so they're turning on TV and nothing's being said or anything, and, they, and so it was, he, she said it was this odd calm where everybody there was there was no panic, but there also wasn't much movement. People kind of, you know, stopped. A lot of cars pulled over and, and tried to call and text friends. Like it, it was, yeah, it was this really oddly calm thing. And and then it took I took I think it took fifteen minutes before they no uh, no 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 thirty eight thirty that's right yeah. 30. And so there was this really bizarre. Wait, like what's happening now? Uh-huh. Like, oh man! <laughs> How much family? You have quite a bit of family. Still yeah, there? pretty yeah, much right? all my family's there. Yeah, uh, I have a couple of relatives on the mainland, uh, but pretty much everybody else is is back home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, so so it, it when I when I go there, it's just an eating festival because that's the Hawaiian thing. You you step into someone's house and they they need to feed you. Okay. Um, and so they were preparing it anyway, and you just happen to show up. Is that how it is? Usually, if they know you're coming, they're, they're making something. Um, 
if they if they haven't and you just kind of show up while talking to you they will walk into the kitchen and chat with you while they make something okay. and everything and and you can't turn it down like food is food is a big deal when i when i went to the um when i went to college the drinking age in hawaii was 18 okay. so i'd been to bars and stuff and then i went to college and i noticed people just order their drinks and no food and what people just order beers like that's weird you know because in hawaii you order your first round of drinks and your first round of uh, appetizers like oh, okay. yeah, yeah hawaiians love eating we're yeah. good at it <laughs> and i think a big part of it is that if you're eating like if you're with a bunch of relatives and you're eating uh, you're not. You, you won't talk about your feelings. <laughs> I think. You know what I mean. I think that's. <laughs> so the more your stuff in your face, we can just we can just chat about the you know the the, the weather or the traffic. Uh huh. You know, if we all sit around and not eat, we're, it's gonna get deep, and nobody nobody really needs that tonight. You know. Pass the peas immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give more, me, give more, some, more, give more. Some, no. <laughs> I got a loaf of bread here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you see I think this happened back last summer but I was searching I'd like to I think I've done this with you before I do with a lot of guests I'll search some news from like your hometown or where you're from so I searched Hawaii right they the uh, what they think is the biggest shark ever recorded they saw off the coast of Hawaii within the last six months did you know that I did not I did not 20 feet wow yes so the Meg is a documentary this is (laughs) (laughs) the thing has a name it's called deep blue Okay. It's a giant uh, shark that they saw once off the coast of California, like 13 years ago. Uh-huh. And then in the last year, they saw it. And these pictures just came out, like, in the last 24 hours. I just happened and to And they know it. it's the same one? Like they're pretty they... sure. They're wow. pretty sure, because it's so big. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever, growing up there, did you ever feel or fear the wildlife anywhere? Um, oh, of course. There was one time where I was... I was uh, uh, I was surfing by myself at the beach. I mean, I was young. I, I might have been maybe 10 or 11. And um, I'm out there just kind of waiting for a wave and everything. And and it's weird because you kind of, you know, because a lot of shadows bouncing off the water because the water's constantly moving. Sure. But you always notice weird shadows. And so I kind of saw a weird shadow. Uh, maybe I didn't see anything, right? And then I saw the weird shadow on the right side. Oh, but the first one's on the left. So the second one's on the right side. I went, oh, it's a is something moving you know okay okay could be a turtle could be you know you, you know you kind of you kind of go through the checklist yeah and then it, the circle started getting smaller and i realized it was a hammerhead not huge about probably six feet you know um so probably couldn't do too much damage to, but you know so i, I kind of that's that's a hammerhead shark. so i slowly put my legs up on the board and then just started paddling like i had never i mean i i don't think i've ever moved a board that fast yeah. <laughs> and, and uh just kind of picked up uh picked up the board and walked to my grandma's house and i'm, I'm done done for the day, day. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so that kind of thing um happens you know and i never went i never really got into like the the big waves where you got to kind of get a little bit farther out and everything okay. and, and and that's kind of where when you go past the reef a little bit uh that's when you start getting into like the the bigger bigger ones that are kind of dangerous uh, you know I, i've snorkeled out there but when you're snorkeling you can see things coming when you're surfing you don't yeah. surfing you're above everything you don't um so it's it's part of it's part of the deal, but luckily, if I was surfing or body surfing or boogie boarding, I was never that far out. Okay. I, I wasn't that good. How about animals above ground? Are there any u- unique to? I'm thinking here. I'm trying to no. rack my brain. There's nothing no. unique to Hawaii or anything. Nothing that? really. No. I mean, 
mosquitoes? <laughs> uh, we have those here. Yeah, you do. Ours are bigger here. I was here one July, and that is... I'll fight you for that. That was educational, man. <laughs> um, no, there's nothing nothing really. Uh, it's a very it's a very serene uh, land environment. Okay. Yeah. It's serene. I like that word. I like that word. Um, let's go back to talking about your comedy some more. The uh, I don't think this was available the last time you were here, that the uh, special you recorded for that... Oh, the dry bar, dry bar comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it's really great. Those things are, those things are. It was fun to do. And how long ago did you record yours? I want to say about a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, about a year and a half ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was amazing because you know they said like they said we're, we're gonna we're gonna do this and this and this and here's our plan and and all the and because it was just kind of taken off when I did it. There was about they had about three specials in the can when I did it, and 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 then. Then there was another wave of us that came in. Oh, okay. And they said they said we're going to do this and this, and and you know you're kind of like okay, sure. I you know I've bought Facebook ads too, you know. Like, <laughs> and they're like, no, but you know we have all these strategies and everything, and they made it happen. Oh, they I, told you we. They told us about before, the here's marketing the we're going to do. Here's the kind of marketing we're going to do. Oh, and they made it happen. Yeah, and, they did. And I. Uh, and like I said, it wasn't like I didn't think they could do it, but I've been around long enough to know that that at some point reality kind of sticks its claws in and goes, okay, you know, I know you're planning this, but here's this, and then you have to adjust. I thought they were going to do fine because they really enjoyed the comedy. They wanted it to succeed, yeah. and they had a great um, plan as far as how to produce them. And they also there was a lot of uh, really really good comics in the in the lineup. I looked at the roster. I go, wow, you've got some really funny people coming through. Oh yeah, lots and, of recognizable names. Lots yes. of no laugh track uh, guests. Yes, uh, quite and a few. so I was very I was very impressed with that part of it. But when they were saying the marketing, they were really kind of saying something that wasn't done the way they were going to do it. And. And so, you know, the, the the first clips they brought out were just like a minute long. And then they kind of realized, nah, they need to be longer. And so they started releasing four-minute clips, which did did really well. And and so I saw that a clip of mine got released. I was like, oh, good, good. Maybe this will help get some clicks over to watch the full special and whatever. I was happy about it. And then I wasn't even paying attention. But someone said, hey, did, did you notice you're at 7 million views on your clip? And I went... <laughs> What? Wow. And I went to the clip, and it was at 7. That one eventually got to 12. Wow. Right. And so there's 7 million. I'm thinking, oh, these must be some kind of, you know, bots. You know, like they're yeah, right. going to be some. Jacking you know, the numbers up. Uh, right. Uh, some weird Russian names, you know. Like. <laughs> and You're doing I, well, but all the views are from Moscow. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> and I went through, and I know they're people. And, and, and they did what they said they were going to do, which is amazing. And so I have people who, who will will message me and say, "Hey, someone you don't know just shared a video of yours." That happens a lot. Like people that that they they're friends with them that they know don't know me. You know, will post something like, yeah. "Oh, this clip, this I totally relate to this," or, or, or "This guy's really funny," and and it's it's an amazing thing. And or you know or or. Two people who I know who don't know each other will comment. Like I'll go, wait, how does that person know that person? They were, no, they were just commenting on that video clip, and and uh, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty amazing thing when when someone comes in with a path that doesn't exist and say we're going to do this. Like like I said, when you say, well, there's Facebook ads and there's things we can do with them. 
I go, yeah, yeah, I know, I've done Facebook ads for little shows I'm doing, but what you're saying is another level of this. Yeah. And, and I, I've never seen it done that way. Not for comedy. Maybe it's done for other types of businesses, but not comedy. No, it's amazing how much of their stuff is shown up in my timeline, these it's, videos. It's great. And, and for those of us who aren't getting the, the Comedy Central specials or the Netflix, not that we won't in the future, but for those of us who aren't getting it now, it's a nice thing to have. Yeah. For someone like you, this is tailor-made yes. for someone like you. Right. And, 100%. And, also, and the other part of it, too, is that um, a lot of people who are booking, say, corporate events or some kind of event where they, they know they want a clean comic, it was difficult to it was difficult to find us right because you know they would say oh you know you turn on the tv and 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 everything and it's hard to find see comics that would fit what we're doing yeah and so now drybar has been a resource for if you're looking for a clean comic go to drybar there's a bunch of them there Mm -hmm. and 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 you know it's not like we're all talking about coffee mugs you know we (laughs) there's a variety of styles there's uh there's a variety of edginess, you know, because some comics are clean, but they might talk about, you know, race or oh, yeah. politics Dwight or Swade. whatever. Swade. Dwight. <laughs> Let's change his name to Dwight Swade. I like that. Dwight Slade. No. <laughs> Dwight Slade was here recently. He's and amazing. He has one on there. He's amazing. And yeah, he said about how, uh, yeah, I mean, it's. It's clean in that I'm not swearing, but some of the content is uh, is for a. It's more for adults for, yeah, and yeah. So, you, so they allow you to do kind of what you do under these parameters right so as long as you you're not dirty and you don't you don't swear you can just so so people are you know talking about topics that that might be button pushing they're just not being dirty about it yeah. so so you can go to dry bar and find a wide variety of comics that you have never heard of but can fit what you do and and so for that it's been a great resource that that people are finding us out there when previously they didn't think that that many of us existed that that could do a clean a clean hour now another place that a lot of people uh, are finding comedy these days besides podcasts, which should be their number one place. That going yes, to com- going to comedy Absolutely. clubs in person and podcasts, but also us uh, uh, satellite radio is a great place to hear yes. stuff. And people here, you know, are introduced to comics they never heard before uh, quite a bit in satellite radio. Now, right before we started recording, you were asking Brandon, one of the managers here, if you could, if they could do some recording for you. Yeah. Uh, because you'd like to get some more. Do you have anything that they're playing right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, I do. I you have, do. I have a bunch of stuff out. I actually, awesome. I actually get um, more plays than, than I thought I would. Now, are they playing stuff from an album of yours or just yeah. these? Because I, until about a year ago, didn't know that you could just some comics are just sending them clips and not full, yes. you know, albums or. Yeah, that. initially it started because of my my album. They pulled. I think they got about eight clips out of it. Okay, and um, recorded at Acme Comedy Company yeah. in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's right. Um, and so that album now is about ten years old, and so uh, now I can now I'd like to get some of the some newer clips on there to to send them. Um, so when I when I first signed up for the thing, I, I wasn't sure if anything would get played, and it's not like I don't have satellite radio, so I wasn't sure okay. if anything was being played. And all of a sudden, uh, a friend of mine uh, texted me a picture of his radio with my name and the station he was listening to. And said, "Hey, I'm listening to you on satellite radio." So I thought, "Oh, cool! This is great, you know." And and I might I might start getting something for this and everything. And so months went by, and more than one person told me they heard me on satellite radio, and I wasn't getting anything. Oh, yeah. And so I tried to contact the company that 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 keeps track and sends out and does you know acquires the money and then pays you you know that kind of thing. And it's really hard. It's not like 
it's not like a company where you can call the number and talk to somebody. It's 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 an online presence. Sure. So man, I tried. I emailed and emailed and just couldn't hear back. And because you know, and also they they're getting an email going, hey, uh, I should I I think I should be getting some royalties here. Like they probably get that email every day, right? So. I've, it took me a month to get to somebody. I, I think I'm getting played. I'm not sure, you know, if the checks take long or whatever. Well, it turns out that my my name is spelled K-E-R-M-E-T. It's my parents' fault. Nobody spells it that way, right? Whoever put the stuff into the system put K-E-R-M-I-T. So it's not logging as right, you. Right. So which is <laughs> which I don't blame them because that's how everybody spells it. Yeah, yeah. But that one letter meant the computer wasn't recognizing a K E R M E T uh-huh. at all. Yeah. And so this that E T guy is not being played at he's, he's zero money. Right, right. Right. <laughs> and uh and so not even on our never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. And so they they finally figured that out. And it took it took a while. And they said, Oh, you need to fill out another one. And and do this and do this and this and then when it comes to uh, name, just type in it as well. So yeah. it'd be like an alternate name. And uh, and they said we know it's you. We'll, we'll approve it and all that. So I did the whole thing again. Could you just legally change your name to like Kermit it in parentheses? That's <laughs> <laughs> <Have> both. <laughs> right. 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 And and so so it it, it took me nine months to get a check. Uh, from the time I started getting plays, okay, because it had been a couple months that I didn't know I was being played, and uh, so it was, it was so funny. Is when that first check came in, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> you know, like this this satellite radio thing is amazing. Oh, because you know? it's about a year's worth. Or That's whatever. right. Sure. Which yeah. And yeah. So it was it was really it was really it helped so much. But um, uh, but yeah. So that it was funny because I wasn't getting anything because I, because in theory I spelled my own name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ridiculous. <laughs> How often are those? How often do they pay out uh, com- comedians now? Like now that you're on the, it's you get a check about. It varies. It's about every four to six months. Okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, I, I don't think it's a regular date. I think they're just sort of the computer processes names and numbers. Sure. Because there's so many of us out there that it just sort of processes and you know. So the clips from Drybar, are they on satellite anywhere? Or do the there's not. They don't. No, have No, they don't have a. The, yeah, they don't have a contract. And, no. And uh, if they if they did, they would have to kind of work out a, a deal because the contract I signed was only to be used in this, this, and this. Oh, sure. Yeah, so sure, they can sure. only use it for the uh, for certain things. Um, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Have you? Uh, so you've been spending some time at home, uh, which you said. Yeah. Uh, like in December, you watching any Netflix? Yes, which which is weird because I, I I wasn't that into it because um, just because of the the addiction factor, they make it so that you don't have to move right because the next episode is about to start, mm-hmm. so you don't have to ever like I don't have to search any episodes. You go back on and it knows exactly where you left off. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, you want to continue there? Like yes, yes I do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I kind of avoided that. And uh, but yeah, like I said, I was home for five weeks in December. And my wife hates to cook, so I, I do a lot of cooking. So I started just getting my laptop with the with the headsets, the Bluetooth headsets, and I cook and I watch stuff. And yeah, so I, I've actually gotten into Netflix a lot the last month. What were you watching? Um, 
you know what? I like I like the comedies. That's that's kind of where you I You watch people stand up? No, 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 not no. stand up. Oh, I, I don't like, like watching Yeah, I don't like okay. watching stand up because then all of a sudden I write a joke and go, "Did I think of that joke yeah. or hear that okay. joke?" Okay. Okay. That's what I figured. Yeah, so yeah. I don't watch a lot of stand up, but uh, uh uh you know, Shit's Creek um is Amazing! I I don't, why it. is it getting so much attention I'm now? It's been you, around for several years. I'm telling you, it's so well done. Did it it's, just get way better or something? I, so many in the I last two weeks, I've been seeing so many headlines oh, about be, that. Well, show. because they they Did it just uh, they had a new season okay. come in, in in October. So, uh, but it's such a fun show, and you know, like uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, is one show, and then there's there's uh, the, uh, the one out of Canada called Kim's Convenience, which mm. I love that show. I'm I'm a quarter Chinese, and it's about this Korean family that owns a convenience store in Toronto, and it is really well done. Hmm. It is, it is, yeah, I really like how they deal with the sort of and 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 Koreans are a little different from Chinese, but there's certain amount of like the the sort of Asian experience that is similar, and so on, on some levels, I really relate to it. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, so uh, mostly comedy. That I'm I, I'm sort of. Uh, and then oh, and Brian Regan's new show, I love watching that. Yes, yeah. I didn't finish it. I watched there were what four or something, four or six episodes or something like that. I watched the first two. Yeah, I'm yeah. so uh, I'm so proud of him. He, he, uh, he he did such a great job with, it. and and you know it was kind of thing he did. He did it. It was he wanted to do have some fun, take some of the old stuff, yeah. and and see if he could move the idea further with sketch. And uh, I, I thought it was uh, so cool that he set out to do it and, and did it on his own. And, yeah, it's fun to watch that. I love uh, when something gets mentioned on this show and then months later it actually is a thing because that was one of them. Like Jeff Cesario helped yes. on that project. Yes. And he mentioned it over a year ago when he was here and then again in November when he was here. And yeah. then finally it's here. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, they made most of it. A while back, and then they they made a, a a few more things to kind of flesh it out, be a little bit longer. Um, so it's been a couple years in the making, and uh, that's what I figured. Yeah, I, did you do? Did, were you opening for Brian in the last year? Uh, we did. Where do we do? Last year we did. Oh man, we did uh, Salt Lake City, and he's huge in Utah. Okay, huge, and so we did the. It's not called it anymore, but the Delta Center where the Utah Jazz play, we did that. Um, they didn't use every seat. Uh, they they, they kind of blocked out the very top section. But he sold out two nights, 12,000 people each night. Wow. It was the most amazing experience. So they put a they put a, a, a square stage on center court. They put seats on the floor and then the arena. So you're kind of theater in the round. So you had to kind of move kind of keep turning you couldn't you couldn't stay in one place because it was it was people or all around you sure it's not natural but it's not natural it's a very weird thing to uh to play but man it was fun and you and you have to really convince yourself to slow down not only to talk slower but when you give the punchline, oh you got to wait because of the sound trap yes because right? the sound gets out to them they laugh and those people way up there in the 300s they you know, you want their laugh to be part of the thing. So the laugh kind of starts and then... Even if they didn't pay for a good ticket. <laughs> yeah, even though they didn't show up to get money. Well, the, hey, man, those are my peeps. If I was paying to see Brian, I'd be up there with them. <laughs> Fair so, enough. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and But that was amazing. So two nights, two nights of 12,000 people. It was amazing. And, and to watch him uh, in front of a crowd like that, like anywhere, anywhere... 
we go when I, when I get to open for him, anywhere we go, he's he's got a crowd that loves him, right? That's 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 inherent in his career. Yeah. But the way Utah enjoys him is such a fun thing to watch, and they really really love him. And you can see him, you can see him really get into it. He loves he loves being. Um, sort of present in that okay and he and he's very appreciative he's so appreciative of his fans and so uh it's really fun to watch when you're watching twelve thousand people just scream when he walks out yeah because uh because when i wrap up i sort of introduce him and when i start saying his name you this wall of sound is just coming at you so cool twelve thousand people screaming it's it's a really amazing thing yeah trevor noah is coming to uh, the twin cities in a month or two to do a arena show oh nice yeah nice i'm sort of surprised why is that i don't i don't because he's i don't because i don't hear a lot of people talk about his stand-up you know what it's he's very funny um I uh, I got to see him uh, live in Seattle a few months uh, in the summer. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, it was it was great. A friend of mine, a friend of mine, took me with him, and and what I like about the stand up is that it's it's his story. He talks he talks about his mom, about growing up in uh, in, in in Africa, yeah, yeah. you know, and 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 that. Um, and then just to come here and not not know not know what what sort of racism is in a way like i mean of course in africa they, they know what racism is but it's a different kind here sure and and so it's a really personal story and just you know kind of goofy stories about his best friend and everything it, i loved it i really enjoyed it cuz you know the daily show is his is is a sort of a reaction to to news and, and kind of our current situation and and his point his part in it, right? His his sort of his perspective from being someone who who wasn't born and raised here, and so I, I you know that's fun. But then when you watch him get to talk, where the world is his the world he's in, oh, yeah. it's really fun. Yeah, it, it's it's um it's really engaging, and he is he's he's very clever. Like you know he's not he's not one of these guys that pounds you with the punchlines he's, he's very smart has a clever way of, of of telling the story but it is it, it fleshes out him as a person for you and then when you watch a daily show it's even better because you oh, know awesome. yeah you know him well now i want to go yeah yeah i'm telling you it's it's <laughs> it's really fun to watch and my how can you be so likable and connected in these bigger in these big venues right, right. and he's not high energy so he's not going to get you with his crazy big motions Mm -hmm. but yet he stands there and he talks and he does pace the stage he does cover a lot of area but in this very nice easygoing thing and very clever stuff and yet people way in the balcony are just loving it they're connected it it really is fun to watch i I recommend him that's very cool. I'm looking at the time here. There's so many things I still want to get to oh, here. Oh, shoot. Okay. So, I'll uh, have shorter answers. No, no, no. No, I don't, I'm not <laughs> discouraging that. I, um, Representative Ed Case of Hawaii. Yeah. Do you know who that is? I do know of him, yes. Did you see the story about him recently? You you checked the news, didn't you? I, I Kermit, did I'm all over. Yeah. I'm all over the place. Uh, Representative Ed Case said Wednesday he regrets the comments he made claiming he was, quote, an Asian trapped in a white body to those he may oh, have offended. Yeah. 
Do you know about this? I did. I did hear this. He was uh, responding to the controversy he sparked at a reception in Washington, uh, billed as a celebration of Asian American Pacific Islander members of the 116th yeah. Congress. Case was quoted by the National Journal uh, fellow who's uh, having him said, "I'm an Asian trapped in a white body." So see, you do okay. know about this. Here's the thing. <laughs> Explain so, to me what so happened here. I have had people go and see a comedy show in Hawaii and tell me I didn't like the show. It was very racist. It was very offensive because, okay, so you have this place where um, these sugar and pineapple companies hire workers from from all over, uh, China, uh, Japan, Philippines, Samoa. All these workers are coming there and they all live in these barracks. They share these barracks and and they, you know, they, they each of them are hanging out with their own group, but but they can't not interact. They're learning, they're learning each other's languages. They, they have to learn English because that's what the bosses speak, and so they're learning. They're they're kind of coming together on the language and everything. Well, you work all day on the sugarcane fields or the pineapple fields. You come in, boy. I said I was going to do short answers, and I lied. <laughs> Keep um, going. <laughs> And, and you come in, and there's no TV or anything. So what they would do is they'd razz each other. They'd literally razz each other. Okay. They'd make fun of each other. So you remember, you got to remember that in Hawaii, white is the minority. White is the smallest minority in, in, uh, in Hawaii. So much of the humor over generations from those workers on the fields have come from teasing races. So this is our this is our sense of humor this is what we do this is how we you don't he didn't say that in a way that he was making fun of Asians in any way what he was saying was hey in Hawaii we're all his uh, his wife is is Asian so, yeah. so he's saying he's experienced the Asian culture when you go to Hawaii um, we had rice pretty much every night with whatever we ate my dad would put rice in his spaghetti which is I know it, mm-hmm. he, because he, you eat rice in Hawaii you eat a lot of rice and and so what he's saying is, like, in a lot of ways, if you grow up in Hawaii, I went to a, a private school that was, I think, eighty percent Japanese. So most of my friends growing up were Japanese. It it is part of the culture there, and she and he's married into that culture, so he really is. So in a lot of ways, that's all he's saying is okay. that is that we don't in Hawaii we don't have these sort of. Sense, you know, sense, hypersensitivities to, 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 to speaking of race. We don't look at it that way, whether you're making a comment like he made or making uh, the comics will go. Uh, I've seen comics, uh, non-Filipinos do full bits about how funny Filipino people are and what they eat and how they talk. And, and, and it's hilarious. But if you're from the mainland and you go to that show, you're like, well, this guy is completely offending Filipinos. Uh-huh. Like, and and I get it. I yeah. totally understand, right? Because because a lot of that comes from uh, the way you know we we have uh, we have made jokes about black people or about Native Americans. I get it. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. But in Hawaii, the idea of race is very different than the idea of race on the mainland. It is it it is a completely different way to look at at humor and culture. And and everything like I'm not Japanese, but I I eat Japanese food. My friends are Japanese. I, I've I, I I go to Japanese you know uh, festivals and events. You know what I mean? Like it's that's just how we are. We we so I I don't think it was as bad as everybody making it. But I get it why he has to backtrack. <laughs> you know, and 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 especially to if like if he was if he was a, a, a Chinese politician who or not Chinese, but if he was like a another race that wasn't white saying that, I think it would have 
been a little more accepted, but, but when a white male says things now, mm-hmm. it, you know, it has to be in some kind of context. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, but, but to, to understand what he's saying is to, is it takes truly understanding how Hawaii looks at, at humor and race and how we talk about each other. Great answer. Okay, thanks. <laughs> As someone who grew up in Hawaii, lives in uh, Seattle, do you care that you're about to have a hockey team in, what, two years? I'm really excited. You are? Yes. Yes. I, um, although I have to part ways with the Vancouver Canucks, though. I've been a fan of theirs for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they were the first... Uh, hockey game I seen live and when you see it live it's a whole different sport I wasn't that big a hockey fan and a friend of mine took me and when you see it live you go oh this is awesome yeah, it is awesome yep. but TV follows the puck what's really great about watching that sport is what all those people are doing those mm-hmm. line changes they do mm-hmm. I don't know how that happens I don't know how five or six people how many it is <laughs> go flying here and then five other people come flying there and yep. the other team didn't score yep. I don't know how yeah, right? that happens <laughs> right it's it's a it's like a ballet to watch all that and to see to see these guys, you know, skate at, at 100 miles an hour and then stop on a dime. How do their ankles not explode? Right. right? So I remember watching it, just thinking, "This is awesome." I kind of became a Canucks fan. Okay. Um, but no, no, no. Seattle's really excited. There's there are there there's a team in um, in Seattle. They're actually in Kent, which is a little south. Uh, the Seattle Thunderbirds. There's a team in Everett, which is about 30 minutes away from Seattle, uh, the Silver Tips, and then Tacoma has a team. So there's a lot of hockey there. Oh. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it'll work. It'll work really well. People, people are already excited. I, uh, so, so they had this thing, like the radio station, the sports radio station said, you know, uh, send in your uh, name ideas. So everybody's coming up with all these different yeah. names. And, uh, and um, I, I said, hey, let's call them the Mariners. That way we can say the Mariners are playing in October. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> but yeah we're really excited it's, it's gonna be a big thing uh, do you have a suggestion for the name that was my Besides suggestion that yeah that was the one i sent in <laughs> i saw a list of some of the names they uh did you see the list yeah, yeah. See. there were some some people came up with some good ones seattle grunge seattle neon warriors yeah seattle grinders Hmm. Skyscrapers. <laughs> Skyscrapers. Mm. Thunder? No. 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 <laughs> Kraken? That one I heard and I liked. I liked the Kraken. Seattle Kraken. Yeah, I liked that one. Sasquatches? Yeah. Snowcaps. Metropolitan Skyline. Steelheads. Steelheads would be good. Yes. Salmon related. You can't you can't lose there. Oh yeah, steel. Yeah, that's not a bad yeah, one. Yeah, steelhead is good. Tough. Sounds yeah. tough. Just don't do chum. Let's see how chum. Then you could have Chum Lee as your mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Chum Lee here. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, we're really excited about it, and uh, you know, the NHL's never been in Seattle. So this would be a really uh, a fun thing to have. Um, let's see. I have just a few more things okay, here cool so uh, speaking of hockey and you know i work at the games here like tonight yeah. i have to work at the minnesota wild game okay. for example one of the beers that i sell is kona 
big wave. Oh, is Kona legit Hawaiian beer? Yes, yes. yes. There's a brewery right down by the bay uh, in downtown. I say, I say downtown. It really isn't a downtown, but in the the kind of the main town area. It's and whenever I'm there, uh, not whenever, but usually when I'm there, I try and get over there for lunch. And uh, I cannot believe how popular it is. But people drink it in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a friend from Australia, and I'll never forget when he told me, yes. nobody drinks Faustas. <laughs> He's like, that's n- no, no, mate, no. Okay, well, I will say this. It's, before it got famous, it wasn't, it's not the beer of Hawaii. You know, it's, it's Hawaiians love their, their, their Bud Lights and their, their Coors Lights. And you know what I mean? It was more a craft beer if, you, you know, if you, for people who like the, the, the nicer stuff, the fancier stuff, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't like this prevalent, you know, and, and, uh, which is, which is why it's done so well. I mean, you're not going to compete against the Bud Lights and come to the mainland and have, right. oh, I have this, you know, this light yellow beer you know like it's not so so uh it, it, it wasn't like a monstrously popular thing people liked it it was it was a craft okay and and you know i was amazed we just started selling it uh in saint paul the stadium there within the last year it's and i had people the first night it was there i didn't take it out to sell it because i'd never heard of it and then i had got people coming up to me going hey do you have the kona because of my because the other some of the other yeah. guys i work with were selling it yeah. I'm like Really? Oh, it's my favorite. I love it. Like, Isn't that amazing? I've never even heard of it. People people wow, tell me okay. all the time they like the longboard. They 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 love that one. And it is good. Yeah. It's, 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 I, it's since good. then I've tried the big wave and I enjoy that one. Yeah. Yep. I've I've heard the wild games are just an amazing experience. I yeah. heard that that's one of the best places to see a game, someone told me. They're pretty good. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah, great. I mean the stadium's eighteen years arena is eighteen years old now, but yeah, still real nice, real wow. great shape. Yeah. And it's in St. Paul, my city. Right, right. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh finally, I yes. think this is finally. Edgar Martinez. Yes. Will he has he? He hasn't. They haven't had the vote. Have they had the no, vote? No, the vote's on right now. And you know, the great thing is in the public votes, the ones that, that release their votes, mm-hmm. he's at Something like 89% now, which is awesome. 75% gets him in the Hall of Fame. And by the way, I'm glad you brought it up, because I don't know if you know this. He's my favorite Mariner ever. Okay. By, by far. And, 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 I, and I know people always say, what about Griffey? Griffey's the best player I've ever watched live. That guy was amazing. Um, but Edgar's my favorite Mariner. And, and so, yeah, so he's looking good in the public votes now. And, and I think he's going to make it. I mean, he got to, surprisingly, last year he made this monstrous jump. And he got relatively close, and so I think this year he's going to make it. Because plus two, the class isn't that strong this year okay. as far as numbers. There's, you know, there's not there's not five or six guys that have to get in. You know what I mean? So I think, he, I think he definitely has a chance. And but I will say this: if he doesn't make it, and the steroid guys get over fifty percent. I am going to lose it. Okay. I'm going to go nuts because they're increasing in votes too. Guys like what, Bond still isn't it? Bond, Clemens, uh, McGuire, great players. But, man, if Edgar doesn't get in and the, and one of them does, man, I will. I might have to rethink. And I love baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, yeah, my daughter got me, my daughter got me a baseball card, uh, a pack, a baseball pack of um, Chattanooga. I can't remember the team name. And Edgar was on that team. She found a baseball card. Chattanooga Lookouts. Is that it? I think that's it. I think it is. And she got me a, a, a team pack from 1980-something, uh, and when Edgar was on it. And it's the greatest. 
it's the it's the greatest present. I Very was cool. so thrilled, and uh, and uh, I already have a few Edgar cards, but but that card is, oh man, I, I love it. He, he was he was in his mid twenties at the, in that picture. I have to I have to pat myself on the back now for some gift I gave once um, to my father. Um, baseball related about one of his favorite players his favorite player growing up uh was favorite team was the twins favorite player was a guy named rich rollins not a famous yeah well-known player but okay maybe you know yeah. who he is that's good uh this is my dad's favorite player third baseman rich rollins yeah i kept an eye on ebay for rich rollins products <laughs> i found one of his cashed payroll checks from the Minnesota Twins. Wow. Yes. So, he, of course, it has his signature. It has wow. the Twins logo. Uh-huh. You're the best son ever. That is so cool. Yeah. So I gave my dad for, uh, and I also, then I found a baseball, you know, the little old baseball digest. Yeah. I don't even know if it's still around. Yeah. He was I on don't the cover of one of those once. Okay. So I, in a little frame, I put a shadow box, I guess. I put the baseball digest with him on the cover along with his actual voided payroll check. That Not voided, is a, but his cash. Yeah, cashed. Check. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great gift because because you know like a baseball digest or or an old Sports Illustrated or an old card, very cool gift, right? But a payroll thing, you don't think you'll ever get your hands on something like that. I wasn't looking for that. It just, I just found it. Yeah, that is amazing. Wow. Well, I'm going to tell my daughter her present sucks. <laughs> That what? stupid Edgar Martinez Chattanooga card. It's not his paycheck. Thank you for the perspective. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and set this straight. <laughs> but what I what I really try to do here is one up teenage girls whenever possible. <laughs> well, I consider well I consider this a victory, so I'm gonna walk out of here with my head high. <laughs> Thank you, Kermit. People have got to come see you here. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, people got to come see you here at Acme while you're in town. Yeah, I, I love this club. I love this town. So thank you very much for having me on. Thank you.